This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the left side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me today, and always, Sarah Rachel and Sarah, welcome back to another episode. Hello, another day. Another day, another episode. Yes, another day. Thank it'd you, be everybody. nice, yeah, it'd be nice for it to be another day, another dollar, yes. however... Yeah, no, but I will, uh, uh, I will let the um, Venmo link. I will leave the Venmo link in our one of our social media accounts. If you find it, you win a prize, and the prize will be you donate to the show. Holler! So, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. I'm uh, uh, week four into being sick still, so there's that. Yeah, forever, <laughs> forever, yeah, forever, sick. forever sick. Well, you know, it's Forever raining again. So. Forever sick. I um, want to be. No, I don't want to be. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Do you really want to live forever? No. no, I'm trying to go now. So uh, we're doing a different kind of show today. It is the end of July, so we're doing the Sports History Month. Uh, once a month, we get to the end of the month, and we want to go through the past and see what happened in this month of sports. We 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 just kind of throw that blanket out there, and we do all sports. So we have our sports part of this. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, history part of all the sports. Instead of talking about the news this week, we're just going to tell you the news that happened years and years and years ago. So Years ago. Why the hell not? I like a good news sports roundup. And I like it. I'm here for day, it. On this day type shit, we're going back in time. So, uh, you know what? Without further ado, tell me, Doctor, where are we going this time? Will it all be right. in the 50s or yeah, are we going to 1999? We're kind of all over the map. Um, so, the month of July in sports history is pretty, pretty wild. Um, so, it was kind of hard to narrow down a week. So, I was just like, we are going to do the month of July. Yeah. So, yeah. we are going from Babe Ruth to murder Ooh, uh, we got murder. We've, we've got it all this month yeah so, july, uh, july always seems to be a big month in sports yeah Maybe the heat gets to a lot heat, of people yeah, yeah. it just whew, it's a little blah, blah, blah. Yeah. it gets a little wonky and wild when the heat starts coming at you yeah because i mean really the only the only game in town right now is baseball right so mm-hmm. All the other sports are sitting idle. They're on vacation. They're doing their home activities. Maybe somebody pisses somebody off, and you know, some people get a slap, other people get a murder. You know, so murder. we're gonna find it all out. What happened this this month in July? All right, yeah, we got a lot going on. So let's uh let's go back in time. Let's start with July 9th, nineteen ninety four. 
I mean, not to 1994, 1914. My brain can't even make numbers happen today. This is nope. just, I blame the rain. 110 you know, years ago on this day. Yes, 110 on years this, ago. you know, July 9th, 1914, when the Red Sox purchased Babe Ruth's contract from the minor league Baltimore Oreos. Huh. What could and have been? What could have been what, for what Baltimore? What could have been for Baltimore? Uh, and he had his MLB debut at pitching, and that was on the 11th, just a few days later. Wow. Yeah. Wild, wild stuff. And yeah. to stick and to stick with, you know, this time period of when Babe Ruth played baseball, on July 6th, 1933, the MLB had its first ever all-star game and this was held uh at chicago's kaminsky park and was called the midsummer classic during this game was when babe ruth hit hit he had hit his first all-star home run wow so yeah i I guess i never realized that the all-star game happened not till 1933 yeah i mean i guess makes sense but also i find weird but you you kind of think in your head like oh it's always been there right but you also have even... to look at the caliber of players like when baseball kind of shifted right it's not even a hundred years old the All Star game no huh yeah well that's pretty cool um you know it's funny because uh, Babe Ruth's father used to own a bar or bartend I think he owned a bar in Baltimore. That was like right down the street from where the Orioles played. Man, if he stayed in Baltimore, if Babe Ruth stayed in Baltimore, he could have made his father so much money. Seriously. Obviously not his fault, but whatever. You know, as we know, it's just the way that the uh, ownership handles things. That's it. You know, sometimes you trade Babe Ruth for uh, uh, some cash to fund a play. And sometimes you just trade them for um, a sandwich. Oh, yeah. You know? I could, I could go for a sandwich right now. Yeah. Yeah. Could do a nice, that. A nice Babe Ruth candy bar? No, I won't eat that. No. Gosh. No. No. No, no, no. Baby Ruth. Yikes. All right. To get back into it july 7th 1948 was a huge 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 day in the history of the game of baseball the then cleveland indians stunned stunned cold stone cold stunned the mlb by signing 42 year old veteran negro league pitcher satchel page yeah. who made his MLB debut two days later, pitching two scoreless innings. Do you know that Satchel Page is the last Cleveland baseball player on the World Series? The le- he was a player on the last time that the Cleveland baseball team won a World Series. Wow. Yeah, that's how long it's been. I did not know that. The more, you know. the more you know. The more you know. And knowing is half the battle. Oh, G.I. Joe. Oh, man. It's a great they American are, hero. They are real American heroes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, we all know that July 1st is Bobby Benilla Day, Bobby Benilla Day right? We all is know it this. Benilla or Benilla? I always said Benilla. I always said Because it's Elsinore. 
because there's yeah. L's in there, but it could be silent. I think it's like a potato, potato, tomato, tomato, uh, even though it's tomato and it's potato. Maybe it that's why most like... people just say it's Bobby B Day. Yeah, Bobby B, because they don't yeah. want to be like, ah. It's I like noticed how... that when we were talking about Bobby the last time on one of the shows and I was editing it and you said Bobby Benilla. I was saying Bobby Benilla. And I'm like, who's right here? Right. Is yeah. Are the L's silent? I guess it all depends upon your dialect or you can just call bobby big bucks because he gets 1.3 million dollars a year for doing cha-ching 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 again i still need his manager uh but we all know that july 1st is his big day however on that day in 1982 was when cal ripkin jr had made his first mlb start at shortstop and Uh, mr baseball yeah, and then from that day on, he had not stopped playing, except he almost missed one game. Uh, and if you did not hear the episode provided by us here at IAP Radio, head on over to IAPRadio.com and listen to the MLB conspiracies and find out which famous actor almost put a wrench in his consecutive games played. He was, Cal Ripken may have been. Dancing with wolves, if you will. If you build it, somebody will come. And his wife was building it, and somebody came. Subscribe now to our only pickles page. Pickles after dark. Pickles after dark. That's what I was looking for. That's that was the name of it. Pickles there you after go. dark. Pickles we'll after about, dark. We'll talk about what happened in the bedroom with the postman and Cal's wife. So, Oof, there's yeah. that. Unbelievable. I love. And, I missed, uh, We had such a good time on those conspiracy that shows. That was a, so great, and we just for that stuff we need like James Earl Jones to narrate. Oh yeah, yeah. How great would that be, be? That would be perfect. Oh, that so would be good. absolutely perfect. So what happened in July? What else happened in July? All right, July fifth, nineteen ninety one. This is a game changer. The MLB owners approved the Colorado Rockies and the Florida Marlins as new National League franchises that would start in 1993. These, This was the last time that there was a franchise uh, uh, expansion, right? Yes, because then you had Montreal, Montreal moved, moved to Washington. Baseball, Washington. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of funny this. Time- that it's kind of funny to to see that we haven't had a new baseball team since 90, 91. Well, come out till 93. 93. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's different. Interesting to think about it. But, you know, there have been talks recently of adding more teams. So we shall see. Right. Uh, Nashville, Vegas. Well, no, won't be Vegas because now Oakland's moving to Vegas. Oakland's moving to Vegas. Yeah. So it would be Nashville. Nashville will have a team. I still think they should throw a team up in Montreal. I I think they should the reopen the Expos. Yeah, let's let's get that uh, Canadian rivalry going. Now, even if you opened a te- like a had a team in like BC or Alberta for the Pacific Northwest up that way, why not? Like get another team in Canada. Let's keep spreading this up north. Now say say that the Montreal Expos came back, right? Would that that would now be considered an expansion team because technically the Montreal Expos moved to Washington. It's dicey because Montreal still has the name. So right. it could but be classified, but weren't the Cleveland Browns considered an expansion team when they came back after they moved to Baltimore? 
Baltimore Ravens. So the you know obviously Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland Browns moved this. to Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens won a Super Bowl and they stayed in Baltimore. But then Cleveland was like, we need our football team back, so we'll just do the Baltimore, uh, the 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 Cleveland Browns. Were they considered an expansion team? I don't know. I'm gonna that's go good... down that. I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole later. Yeah, yeah, that's something to do on this rainy Some... day. Legit. Wow. Yeah. Well, we have uh, some retirements from this month as well. Uh, we Nothing have... that you're going to it... cry at, are you? No. Are you sure? I mean, I could cry if you want me to cry. I mean, there's one um... that I could probably cry at, but. Yeah, I feel like we could all kind of cry. At... Well, there's no Pittsburgh Penguins retiring here, so. No, there is not. So you're not going to cry. So that's fine. No, no, no. All right. So who retired this month? All right, in 1989, New York Yankees pitcher Ron Good was it Goodry Goodry Good whatever the fuck his name I, is. He's I always Yankee. thought it was Gertie. Gertie fucking penis. Yeah, it's Ron Gertie. No. Yeah, it's sure. I don't. He's I, a Yankee. Who you, cares? You see, yeah, that's the thing. Like I check out so much with Yankees players. It's so right. bad. I'm like, ah, yeah. I'm I'm fuck. terrible, and I'm terrible with names. So like, guys, I'm sorry. My B. We're uh, we're not sorry. No, sorry, not sorry. No. Uh, in this one her, plays at the heartstrings, though, is uh, in 1996, Kirby Puckett retires after 12 seasons due to the loss of vision in one of his eyes. Mm, that one, yeah, that's that the one I was going to cry at. Yeah, I mean, what could have been if he just was able to play even longer? I know. Ugh, hurts my heart. And then he, he died shortly after, right? Yeah. His retirement. Just, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It fucking sucks. So he, unfortunate. He was a what big a shock when he died. It was a big shock, and then when Tony Gwynn died, it was a big shock. Yes, yeah. yes, it was absolutely. It was definitely uh, the top five of shockable deaths. You know, it's like holy shit, really. You know, like yeah, Kobe's it, up there, obviously. I mean, Reggie the, Lewis was kind of a shock. Oh, too. Reggie Lewis in our time. That yeah, was absolutely. Oof. That was the biggest shock. I was like, I think I might have been. 12 13 yeah maybe? we were yeah yeah i was like what that was wild i was like huh i love yeah yeah i loved I not Lewis. that yeah. was that was wild wow yeah Ugh. then in 2006 you had steve uh eiserman retire yeah stevie y uh in 2009 joe sackick retires after 21 season 20 season. Yep. 21 seasons. Wow. 21 I really. Season. Yeah. Hockey players are just built different, man. I'm telling you. So different. Yeah. Uh, but it's wild because their bodies take such a beating. Right. And they're just like, Burr. right. What else? Just get some duct tape. Right. So get me some duct tape and some super glue and we'll be fine. Yeah. We'll be fine. All right. And the biggest thing to happen. Uh, this isn't technically retirement, but this is a big moment in yeah. baseball history. Uh, this is on July 4th, 1939. Lou Gehrig is the first MLB player to have his number retired on his appreciation day at Yankee Stadium. Then this appreciation day is where Gehrig makes the iconic luckiest man speech. Luckiest man in the world speech. Yeah. Wow. Seriously. I'm working on a video right now um, about Yankees retirement numbers and how much is too much? You know, it's, there's a lot. Of they, they are. If they go, I think there's 20. 
I think there's they have 29 retired numbers, and number eight is retired twice. And of course, like in our lifetime, uh, Aaron Judge will be the next retired number when he retires, unless shit goes sideways. But uh, there's no more 90s players that you can retire, right? Not that I can think of. Uh, yeah, because some else? of them they won't ever, they won't touch. Well, like who else from the two, like who from the 2009 team would you retire? Uh, the 2009 World Series team, who could you retire? Nobody, because Jeter's already mm-hmm. retired, and that team was just kind of put together. Mariano yeah. Rivera is already retired. Um, but anyways, uh, eventually they're gonna run out of numbers. There's. <clears throat> there are no numbers left to yeah. give. Uh, I mean, the Celtics everybody are wants to numbers too. Yeah, everybody wants to be a Yankee. Well, you want to go down in infamy, figure out a new number. Yeah, I don't know why you would want to be a piece of shit, but I mean, I guess people just like that stuff. Eh, is what it is. So, all right, so we're doing pickle juice this time. This yes. is my favorite portion portion of the show. So passion, passion of the show. Passion. Like, words are so difficult today. Words, yeah. names, numbers, things, plots, all nouns. It's a summertime. We're still drunk. I mean, whatever. Summertime is supposed to be easy. Time. Easy like Sunday morning. Summer, summer, summertime. Ooh, summertime. And just sit back and unwind. Unbelievable. Sit back and unwind. Yeah, out of control. So the pickle juice, which is the uh, you know, that juice that they say is good for you so if you drink it not a, but but i mean people like uh picklebacks so i mean why not drink the juice no right? why not so let's go it. for it but there is a lot of juicy juice this month in sports lots of juicy juice this is where we're gonna go off the uh the rails here so we are going off the rails anybody who's listening uh, uh bear with us and uh you know <laughs> what before we get into the the juicy juice the big pickle juice We'll take a quick break so people can gather themselves and we can yeah, find out who the podcast yeah. of the month is. Welcome to the Growing Up Bananas podcast. My name is Ethan. This is my co-host, Sam. What are we doing here? The podcast will explore the internal battle of not just Asian immigrants, but every immigrant. Whether it's staying true to thousands of years of culture that our parents passed on to us and their parents passed on to them, or assimilating to what we see around us. So why is it Bananas. Well, a banana was a slur used for an Asian person who'd lost touch with their heritage. Yellow on the outside, white on the inside. Growing up is hard enough as it is, and we find ourselves in a situation where we're not quite Asian enough for the Asians, and unfortunately aren't able to change the colour of our skin. Unless you're MJ. Well, that's true. We've been thinking about it, and as travel becomes more accessible, the world will become more intertwined. With that... The number of people who go through the same ups and downs of living in a foreign country like we did will rise. We want to share these experiences with you. Throughout the journey, we're inviting a series of guests to share their compelling stories with us. We hope to have the likes of Dami Im, Jeremy Lin, Jackie Chan and Ando. We'll hopefully join us as guests along the way. Follow us on socials to stay updated with Growing Up Bananas and we look forward to sharing our stories with you. That was the podcast of the month. I only put in the grub portion of the podcast because we are the other show podcast Woo-hoo! of the month on the Den Network. So, so we're getting into the pickle juice, the news of the big pickle. 
that is just uh, sitting at the bottom of the jar. So, briny so, bottom. What's up with the pickle? <laughs> so, who do we have on the pickle brine here? All right. So, we kind of danced around this a bit last month when we were in the news, but uh, not in the news, in the history. We were going to talk about it and then we pulled back because we knew july was the anniversary of this right right uh july 24th 1983 was the ever so infamous pine tar incident of george brett uh-huh. now if you don't remember don't know any of this here's the quick synopsis george brett hits a home run and then giving the uh, this gives the Royals a five four lead over the Yankees. Uh, he after he runs the bases, he's in the dugout. Uh, New York, uh, New York Yankees manager Billy Martin approaches the umpire and asks for the bat to be examined, uh, saying that Brett had likely exceeded the amount of pine tar legally allowable. The official MLB rule states that pine tar cannot reach more than 18 inches from the handle of the bat. And after a quick measurement um, against the 17-inch wide home plate, the umpire determines that Brett was indeed in violation and calls him out, reversing the score and ending the inning. As the home team Yankees were then ahead and the game was immediately over. And the recorded in the loss was recorded at a 5-3. A five three, a four three. See numbers, man. Numbers, numbers. suck. Yeah, numbers, uh-huh. words, ugh, terrible. Um, numbers, like, words, life. Ugh, it's just fuck. It sucks. It's hard. It's terrible. Uh, but Kansas City, those Royals would not let the issue rest. Uh, the team filed the complaint with the American League, whose president Lee McPhail later overturned the ruling, explaining that that the pine tar rule was only in effect to curb its effect on balls and that in violation of the rule, only the bat should have been removed and not the batter. McPhail ordered the game restart from the point of Brett's home run, but this didn't sit well with the Yankees who fought the ruling with excuses and legal injunctions, injection, wow, injunctions to avoid having to finish the game out. Fucking words, man. Hard. <laughs> um, the so they finished the game. Uh, this was held on August 18th, but Brett was ineligible to play because he was ejected for infractions and in, of frustrations. And the game took about t- like 10 minutes, give or take, and the Royals won five to four. So after all that, the Royals ended up winning, anyways. Yes, without George Brett. So right. there's that. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. George Brett came out like a man on fire. And it is the most hilarious video ever. Cause he's just like, he's like gorilla out of the cage. He's like, Ooh. yeah, he's, it's like King Kong coming out to destroy Manhattan. Wild. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Godzilla style. I'm here for it. But this month also wasn't too kind on a former boxer. Yeah. Mike Tyson had yeah. a very rough July. Uh, the '90s rough yeah, yeah, for him. Not only not only July, but like I was gonna say, like the '90s were not the, a good the time '90s. For him. The '90s, you know, yeah, ugh, not gonna have a good time. So let's start in 1991, where Mike Tyson was arrested and accused of raping Miss Black America Desiree Washington. She claimed she was raped, and Tyson 
uh, said it was consensual. Right. He was in, of course, that's how it's got to go. He was indicted by a grand jury for that year and convicted in February of 1992. He had served about three years um, of his, though he was sentenced of sentence to 10 years. Um, but that's not all. That's not all for him uh, in the 90s in this month. Right. On July 1st, 1997, the Nevada Athletic Commission suspended him indefinitely and withheld a $20 million purse for biting off Vander Holyfield's ear during their heavyweight matchup fight on June 28th. $20 million it cost him for that ear. Yeah. Imagine that. After that whole, uh, like, I, I love watching old Mike Tyson fights. Like, they are just, that dude had power. Like, he could just crush your face. After that Holyfield fight where he bit his ear, it was all downhill after that. It really it, was. It, it never, was, never was it, the it same. Never really came back. I, I wish, I wish, like, you could just have old Mike Tyson back. I mean, he kind of, when he came out of prison, he was a little more off the deep end. I mean, you know, you got the the face tattoo and, and all that. But, like, man, Mike Tyson, what a what an absolute gem of a fighter you know like gem of a fighter but now like he's he's everywhere now yeah and he's yeah pretty, he's like, doing himself a good service chilled. by like getting out yeah there. yeah he's much more chilled than he ever was he's yeah my favorite of all time mike tyson video is he's being interviewed about having basically he hurt his back and he's like i broke my back after after boxing, he's like, I yep. broke my back. And they're like, oh, what's wrong? Is it like nerve or this or that? And he's just like spinal. And spinal. it's like the greatest, <laughs> the greatest video of all time. It's spinal. Spinal. Oh, and so oh. anytime my back hurts and my husband's like, what's wrong? Your back. I'm just like spinal. It's spinal. spinal. I, I broke my it. back. Spinal. <laughs> oh, Mike Tyson. Yes. Mike Tyson's punch out. Greatest video game ever seriously yeah so good yeah up there man up we there. should have a show where are they now with all the uh the the former boxers from mike tyson's punch out yeah that's actually a great idea i'm gonna write that that down. is a great idea you better write that down i'm that's here a, for that that's like a fun youtube video okay so what else happened for former great athletes in this month so july's just it's just a wild wild month because you know in 1994 O.J. Simpson is charged with the murder of his ex-wife and her boyfriend and is giving his hair samples. Now, he I also, heard. Yeah. He also at this time had the reward out there was right. like five hundred thousand dollars. Anyone who has any information, any of this, you know, we all know how this rolls. This I heard it was a drug deal gone wrong because Nicole was like very much into coke. And I don't know. Poor O.J. He got caught. I mean, there was blood everywhere, but like, for some reason, they never found the killers that killed Nicole and and Ron Goldman. So, I yeah. don't know. They're still out there. I think poor OJ had to go on trial for what I think is Ron Goldman killed Nicole and then killed himself because it was just this weird love triangle between the two of them and cocaine. All right, now that Dave's taken off his tinfoil hat, 
so we all know this whole story, this whole thing. I did not want to spiral on this because there is, you know, there's a lot of things we could discuss. We have always discussed OJ's alleged daughter. We know that OJ's been in jail all these years later. He's also alluded to involvement of things. Yeah, so, oh yeah, like let's just even, call like, it out there. Motherfucker yeah, did it. he's he said he has. Imagine having imagine being that 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 defense or, or or that team, the prosecution team, and you have every single piece of evidence that leads to this guy killing these people, and you still lose. You still it lose. Is, he had a great team. I'm he gonna had the say dream team. He had the dream team. Really I will say it. Team. It was a dream freaking team for sure. And I will say, you know, the best spinoff to ever happen of like mocking that moment is Seinfeld. With, Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. She's got to try the bra on. Right. If it, you know. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. <sighs> but I don't want to keep going on with that because, like, we could spiral. We could discuss all different things. Yeah. But I do want to bring our attention to Tanya Harding's ex-husband, Jeff Galuli. Oh, man. Who was sentenced to two years in prison for the attack on Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, I... Oh, I... And I don't know about you, but for me, like this was one of the is one of the most memorable moments Absolutely. in my childhood for sports that stick to like the frontal lobe of my brain. Like Never I can retrieve away. this and then the follow up of Tanya, you know, Tanya Harding going to skate and like her lace breaking like this yep. whole that. Yeah. Also a great Seinfeld lobe. episode. Rochelle, 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 yep. and she starts crying. Can I start over? Right. Yeah, laces come untied in her boots. Yep. Who's that? Bette Midler. But yes, Bette Midler yeah. was in it, but she it was the understudy because right, 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 right. But she played Rochelle, Rochelle. She played Rochelle, Rochelle. Yes, and Kramer had macaroni Midler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, great episode. What kind of? Uh, they have Italian slush. They have slush over there. Uh. Yeah, pineapple. <laughs> and forget oh. George just runs her down. It's just such a great episode. <clears throat> so good. <clears throat> yes, but that... And even every time I drive through Stoneham, I always think about Nancy Kerrigan. I've seen her a few... I've like uh, Probably like five or six years ago, I saw her at the Market Street. I mean, and I you was know, like, oh, she's man, out the boat. Nancy. She's there. Yeah. She looks, she looks hella good. She looks exactly the same. Yeah, she looks like an older version of the same like like I this sounds stupid, but like she looks like an older version of her younger self. But she's still like she's still in good shape. Yeah, know? she looks ex- she looks exactly like 1994 exactly Nancy Kerrigan, just with like a little older looking face. Yeah. Still just in great like shape. she has looks like she could skate uh Olympic style circles. Yeah. Circles around us. Um yeah, she just looks like she has kids and is tired. Yeah. That's but it. I mean, you, you know, you look at former Olympic athletes, you know, from 40, 30, 40 years ago, and the time has gotten the best of them. They oh, gained a bunch yes. of weight. You know, yes. they don't regularly work out. They look like they couldn't lift the remote control rather than, you know, whatever they yeah. did. But like, she looks like she could still probably compete. 
Oh yeah, she does. She looks great. Huh. That was so. Let's do the mom Olympics. Ooh. Former Olympic players who are now mothers, and we'll do like who can change the best diaper, running down the street chasing after their kids. Ooh. Who could close? Like who could take a stroller out of the car, open it up, put the kid in, take the kid out, close it, and put it back in the stroller under like who's got the fastest time? All with one hand. Yes. Yeah, you have to hold the baby. Yes, yep. I'm here yep. for it. I got that. I like that. Mom I'm Olympics. Do this. Let's do it. Let's go. We'll make a million bucks. All right. So we All got right. the the last of this the juicy the last, pickles, right? This is the last. Like this is we found like a little baby dill at the bottom of the jar hidden in this juicy juice. Like yeah. for this just month, like it's just, just he's just sitting on the there. Juice. Yeah. And it was a surprise because we just thought it was all juice left in there. Right. So on July 4th, 2003, Los Angeles Lakers star Kobe Bryant is arrested in Eagle, Colorado for sexual assault for an alleged rape that took place on June 30th. Bryant, who was then 24, received a property tour of the Lodge and Spa at Cordilleria in Rocky Mount- in the Rocky Mountains town of Edwards, Colorado. The 19-year-old woman was the front desk clerk. She's the one that provided the tour. She was reported to have gone back to Bryant's hotel room later on. He had been charged with felony assault, and it was a 14-month criminal case that was resolved when the accuser decided she would not testify. And, as we all know, he did admit to committing adultery. Now, she didn't testify because it did it. I, I, I sort of remember this, but like, I mean, I remember the whole thing where Kobe Bryant raped the girl. But um, it turned out that she wasn't raped, right? It was consensual. She had so when they did the testing, it had been found out that she actually also had relations with somebody else within the time that said rape would have occurred. Right. So it was a not like a kind of null and void situation at that point. Um. So like that's why they were like ah, but yeah, it did not seem as though. When she didn't show up. To like... Kobe Bryant's lawyer's defense was she's a dirty pig. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that was what but they were like. But she did get uh, money off of that though, right? She did because in August she had filed a civil suit and right. all of that was held out of court. And then Vanessa was rocking that big old bling bling. A $5 million ring. Bling. Man. Bling. I will never, ever, ever. That is one of those things in sports that sticks in the front lobe. I will yep. never forget that press conference and the size oh of that ring. Oh my god, I can't I like hit my computer because I was like, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. The well, size of the ring there. and then the price tag that when it came out mm-hmm. and they said that it was a five million dollar ring. I yeah. mean, back then you were like, holy shit. But like that thing was huge. Huge. Yeah. And I will say, like, I give Vanessa a lot of kudos during that time. Like this this is all pre like, you know, like RIP Kobe, like, you know, like he has proven himself more like 
past this. Like right. she was also, you know, 24. So, um, but I give a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of credit to his wife uh, for her, you know, she got the that ring, but at the same point in time, like she stuck that out. So right. it's pro- it's probably one of those where she went grocery shopping and he was, she was like, Oh, can you bring in the groceries? And he's like, nah, I got this in this to do. And she's like, yeah, well you cheated on me. Right. Go get the girl. You know what I mean? Like it just, right. And they worked through it and you know, but I would. Yeah. Good for her. I would need more than just the ring. I'd be like, I'm going to just, can I just have a limb? Give me a limb. Yeah. Right. I'm going to take, I'm going to take your foot. Oh boy. Oh boy, I could say some terrible things right here, but I won't. <laughs> dun, 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 I won't. Dun, dun, All right, yeah. so that's gonna do it before I I, I get. Yeah, you're in gonna trouble. yeah, yeah, you're gonna get yourself in. You already got yeah. yourself in trouble. <laughs> with what? Wait, what did I get myself in trouble with? You were you were you saying that his defense was using her, saying that she was just a dirty pig. Well, that's what their defense was. That's true. You can't say that. Of course you can. You cannot. Well, I'm gonna keep it in the show, so. Uh, you do you, boo. Ah, whatever. Give All right. Fuck. So that's going to be the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening this week in history. I love these episodes. I love a good month full of just nonsense. And It's nonsense. It's great. It's great. If you like this show, go over to IEPRadio.com and listen to all our past episodes. Go over to our Twitter, our Instagram, our TikTok, our YouTube, our thread. If you're on thread, which I'm sure everybody's on thread now. And it's, I mean, whatever. We'll all, we'll all have a good laugh when, once Thread's over. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> over to the deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Check out all the podcasts that are on that network, especially the podcast of the month, the Growing Up Bananas or Grub. 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 Growing, grub. growing grub. up. Growing up bananas. Gub? Gub. Gub, not grub. There's no R there. I think you've been saying grub for weeks now. And I think I, I have I, been, yeah. Yeah, so I apologize to the Growing Up Bananas pod. Where I, I, can't, I can't even say in a pickle, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so, that's whatever. where we're at. Yeah, so DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Listen to the podcast of the month and all the other podcasts that are on the network. Of course, go over to Daddy-O Sports Cards on Instagram and follow Sarah's on her cards. And uh, Sarah, you got anything else? Uh, No. No, we talked uh, a lot of Seinfeld. I bet you we can get a Seinfeld out of each and every story on Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. so, you know, great. history makes great TV. That's true. That's true. And we make great podcasts. So, for Sarah Ray Talek, I'm Dave Houghton, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Nick here from the S1E1 podcast. Each week, we pick a different sitcom, watch just the first televised episode, and ignoring anything we may know about the future run of that series, decide if it's a show that we want to greenlight or cancel. We very seriously dissect TV shows for no reason at all. I gotta pee. Fucking old timey. Ah, I got a Frankenstein in my show. You should know because right now you're dressed like a London DJ. Moving forward, unless there's anything else depressing about my life you want to bring up. That's impressive to find that many bad shows. Who's Boner? I don't even know what a Banksy is.
Catch us each week wherever you listen to podcasts and visit us at s1e1pod.com for links to everywhere you can find us.